I know I shouldn't have gone. I know I shouldn't have gone. But before, before I got my head together, I was already parked outside of his house. My stomach was in knots. I needed to shower. What if he could smell Michael on me? I just, I had to see him. To this day, if he says he needs me, he knows I'm there for him. I wanted to see him too, honestly. I sat out in front of his house for a good 10 minutes. And just as I was working up the resolve to drive away, he comes out. And he looks out into the street and he sees me. And he waves me in. Fuck. So I get out. I go inside. I walk in. He closes the door and turns around and we're face to face. Without words, he just comes to me. And I take him in my arms. And I know this is going to sound weird, but when we touch, it's like nothing else. There's no other feeling like that. No other man does this for me. When we touch, it's like I'm back home again. Everything just makes sense. I'm not Mr. Brooks. I'm just me. There's weeks and weeks and weeks of catching up that all happen in one little touch. Our embrace is nothing short of animalistic. Like, I feel like I have my claws digging into his back and he's holding me tight, tighter than he ever has. And with my face buried into his chest, I cry. I can't help it. And I can barely get the whisper out. And I just say, I miss you. And he says, I miss you too, mijo. And I allow myself to feel that safe feeling that only he can make me feel. I felt like I was at home again. Miguel's scent is intoxicating. His personhood just, it recharges me. And I want to tell him everything. I want to tell him about James. I want to tell him about Michael. I want to tell him about Junior. I want to tell him everything. I want to confess everything to him. And I want to tell him how much I miss him and how much I love him. But when I open my mouth, how's Jessica? comes out and it comes out with more force than I intended and he lets me go and he backs up I thought that my anger was flames that I felt for Miguel had completely disappeared had cooled out but he had just dumped gasoline all over the embers and they were not out I began to shout and yell things that probably didn't make sense 
but I was more upset than I had even known. And finally, when I had shouted out what I needed to say, he just turned his palms up and kind of shrugged and said, I'm sorry. And I had no return. I had nothing else to say. I wasn't even angry anymore. I was just broken. He's like, I'm sorry. And I don't know why I was so angry still. I think maybe it was because I really wanted to be with him, but I could never trust him. I could never think that he wouldn't go back. And part of it was that seeing him that way made me angry. Seeing him hurt made me angry because when he hurt, I hurt. I didn't like to see him that way. And he looked down, he said, we don't have to have sex. I just, I just want you around. I don't know what it is. And I know it's stupid. But I couldn't stay angry at him. I couldn't be angry at him. Not for long. And I walked over to him. And I just held on to him. And I could feel the tension in his body. Leave. And I could feel the sexual tension between us start to burn. But I had just had sex with Michael and somehow doing it with Miguel right now just didn't feel clean to me. It felt off, felt a little dirty. And he wasn't really even looking for sex. We just kind of held each other. And we fell asleep in each other's arms. Now I'm not comfortable with being back with Miguel, but we're not really even back together. And as much as I can say, like, I'm over him, whenever he needs me, like I said, I'm just a call away. I'm just a text away. And I feel like I'm big enough to admit that. So. It's what it is. The next day, I get up, I go to work, I stayed the plate the night at Miguel's house. <sighs> he made breakfast for me the next morning. We kissed, and I went to work. Man, if it could be like that every morning. I had almost forgotten about Michael by the time I had gotten to work. And when I saw him and I saw his face light up when I go inside the door, my stomach dropped. I was getting, I was getting messy. This was getting confusing. Um, but I told myself, I centered myself and I told myself, Miguel is going to get back with Jessica and you have to accept that. And I was okay with that. I actually, if he was happy with her, that's fine. As a matter of fact, if he was happy with her, that's good. 
I can be happy too. And I loved seeing the look of excitement on Michael's face. It was really fun getting the butterflies when I saw Michael instead of the nervous knots that I used to get when I would run into him at work or have to be too close to him. And he was really good at hiding his feelings about me. He was really good at hiding what we had going on. He acted so straight-laced and so just like macho and all of that stuff that it kind of cracked me up. It was funny to watch and it was fun to just kind of play in that sort of way. But every now and then he would come into my office and we'd sit and we'd chat for a little bit and he'd, you know, like run his, his foot against my foot underneath the desk. And it was just, it was fun. It was fun. And I was cool with having fun. That week I spent every night at Michael's place and we would get it on every single night sometimes two to three times a night. And it was cool because, you know what was really cool about it? Is that he would be really into like the sex. But after the sex was done, we would go right back to being bros. And it was just cool. Like he was a lot of just pure fun. And there were moments when we were like a little bit more sweet and intimate, but a lot of it was really just about playing. Michael was a lot of fun to the point where like, it seemed like our chemistry is just locked. We were always hanging out at work out of nowhere. Like we would just hang out at work all the time. We would spend our lunches together. We would, you know, do like sales contests, like phone conversations back and forth where like we see who can make the most phone calls in an hour. And just being with him was really You know, it was really like, it picked up my spirit. Michael could pick up my spirit, which is so, I don't know if ironic is the right term to use, but it's just so funny that he was somebody who I used to dread being around so much. And now he's like the light of my day. We were becoming almost like best friends, best friends with benefits. Yeah, that's Michael's category, best friends with benefits. It even got to the point with Michael where I could share things with him. Like we would tell, I would tell him like, you know, just about (laughs) my secrets, I guess. And he really listened and he didn't get jealous or anything like that. As a matter of fact, he had started seeing a girl as well too. Um, We would still play on the low, but it was a little less than that. We would actually do more hanging out than playing. And every now and then when he would get really horny, I'd give it to him. I loved, I loved, okay, just a little side note. I loved like when nobody else was around and we'd be in the office and he'd get up and leave and I'd smack his ass and like he would turn just like this bright red and smile and like he loved it. It was just, ah, Michael's so much fun. But anyway, I told him about Miguel and one, one night Miguel comes in, it was a Friday night and he comes into the office and he invites me to his house for the weekend. And I agree. I'm down for it. And when he leaves, I see Michael peeking over and he's looking at me as I'm, I don't even realize as Miguel's leaving, like that I'm smiling from ear to ear. And I catch myself, but not in time. Michael like 
looks over and he's looking at me and he's like, comes over. And I'm like, oh gosh. And he comes into my office and he's like, that's him, isn't it? And I can't keep the smile off of my face. And Michael's like, okay, I see you. I see you. He is cute. Do what you do. And I was like, I will. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I guess I'm spending the weekend at Miguel's. Now, I'm not mistaken. Miguel has never promised to be with just me. And I know that he's probably going to get back with Jessica once they're ready again. Um, If he's not with her right now. But, you know, I made a commitment to have some fun. And that's what I've chosen to do. And also, too, I'm kind of preferring at the moment not being exclusive with anybody. And also having Miguel. You know, we're not going to have the the close friendship that me and Michael have or me and James because my feelings with him are just a little bit deeper than that. But just having him around right now is enough. And I like that. So when the weekend comes with no delusions, I make my way over there and what ensues is some of the longest, best, wildest sex I think I've ever had, and probably about as much as I can handle. When I tell you that, okay, let me just pause and back up. So I get there, and this cute, gorgeous human being that I adore is he could just wear the, 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 he could wear the simplest things and make him look like a million bucks. And he's wearing like these shorts and a tank top and like a gold chain. And like, he looks, he's like, I always, I always joked in my head, like he looks straight up OG gangster. Like, but he, he had, he rocked it with so much class and the way his muscles would just like, uh, hug his shirt. I just, uh, he just does it for me every time, every time. And I get in there, I can smell his, his barbecuing. Um, I get in and immediately we go to touching and kissing and making love. We stop so that he can flip the burgers and we go right back to it. And we make love from the moment that I get there, pause to eat, (laughs) and then we go right back. We spend the whole Saturday just having wild sex all over the place, all over the place. We fucked in like every single room. We fucked in the laundry room. We fucked in the kids' room. (laughs) We fucked in his room. We fucked in the backyard. And it was, it was great. It was great. It was a hot summer day. I remember that much. And I don't know if it was the heat or what, but I just, it was, I was tossing and turning, trying to get comfortable in his bed. And eventually I took off my shirt and I just had my, my briefs on. Not briefs, but like boxer briefs, you know. And I walk out into the living room where it's cooler. 
And I remember sitting on the couch and laying down and passing out. And when I woke up, I just remember feeling those soft lips pressed around my cock, going deeper and deeper and deeper. Oh my God. I don't know if anybody had ever gone that deep on me before. And then it got all the way down to my balls and I had never felt that. And it was just like, oh man, I had never felt it this deep before. It felt so good and so smooth and so deep. I reached for Miguel's back of his head to guide him up and down. It felt so good. And when I reached for the head, like I realized like I had grabbed a handful of curls and I opened my eyes. Miguel's bald, by the way. I opened my eyes and I saw Anthony balls deep on my cock. Anthony, if you don't remember, remember the guy that we had the party for, or I said we, that Miguel had the party for when I first went to his house? Anthony is Miguel's youngest son, barely 18. And he's given me like pro head. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, ah, I don't want him to stop, but I'm shocked. I'm shocked enough that I'm starting to lose my erection. And I consider like just letting him finish and pretending like I don't know that he's there. But it doesn't feel right. So I kind of stir and act like I'm waking up. And he jumps back. And I hear him slowly crawling out of the room. I put my dick back in my shorts and I go back to sleep. I wake up the next morning to Miguel kind of frantically, privately, shaking me awake. And I'm like, huh? He's like, hey, what time did you come out here last night? And I'm getting my thoughts together. I say, um, shortly after you fell asleep. And he goes, okay, cool. Anthony wasn't here, was he? And I say, huh? It's all starting to come back to me and I feel guilty. He's like, Anthony didn't come in when we were together, did he? And I recall last night when I came out into the hallway, Anthony's bedroom door was wide open. He wasn't there. And I said, no, he wasn't. And he said, okay, sometime last night he came home. And I said, yeah, I think I was out on the couch by that time. And he's like, okay, cool. Miguel goes back into the kitchen and I can smell his one of his wonderful breakfasts being made. And he calls me shortly after, and we all eat together, me, Miguel, Anthony, all having a good time talking and laughing. But I need to address something with Anthony. So I ask, so Anthony, how's school going? He says, good. I say, cool. What are you, what's what's your major again? I know good and well what his major is. He's like political science. I say, ah, that's right. That's cool. 
you going to be a politician one day? He just kind of smiles and says, yeah, maybe. I'm thinking about maybe even running for Senate one day. I said, wow, that's great. Maybe even one day president. And I'll just kind of laugh. And Miguel exits the room and I make sure to say, you know what makes a great politician? And he's like, what? I said, great oral skills. And I look at him with all seriousness and he freezes up. He's got to feel responsible for what he's done. Not that I didn't want to pull my dick out right then and there and have him finish because, gosh, he gives some good head. But um, the way he went about it is just a no-no. And he says, his eyes dart to where his father exits. He says, please don't tell my dad, please. Um, and I say, I'm not going to tell your dad. But what you did last night was wrong. And I say, not about you and whatever it is that you like to do with other guys. But you ask permission. What you did last night wasn't consensual. You can get in a lot of trouble. And he just kind of nods his head. I say, if you ever do anything like that again, I will tell your father. And he nods his head. I think he got the point. I hope I didn't make him feel ashamed of his same-sex curiosity or attractions, but I really wanted him to know that you can't just do stuff like that without getting consent from other people. I mean, I am not at any way taking a moral high ground about what to do with other guys, but first things first, consent is king. I hope he didn't feel shamed about his attractions. And the lesson that I really wanted to impart on him was you get consent. I think I made my point. I think I did. Anyway, we went back to eating breakfast as normal. And by the end of the day, we were all, or end of the day, end of breakfast, we were all talking and laughing like nothing happened. So. Shortly after that, the doorbell rings and it's Junior. And I just have to pause for a second and just say, like, Junior looks so good from when I first met him. And I'm not saying that in a sexual way. I'm saying, like, he really looks like a man, like he's taking care of himself. And I'm so proud of him. Like, he has made such a, he's grown up so much in such a short amount of time. And I just, I almost get emotional even just talking about it, like seeing him and where he's come from and where he is now, it just really feels good. And so he comes in, he gives his little big brother pat to Anthony. Um, he says what's up to his dad and then he gets a glance at me. And when he sees me, I kind of give him a what's up head nod and he gets the biggest smile on his face. He was carrying some sort of bag and he dropped it and he walks over to me and he just gives me the biggest hug. And I know what this hug means. I said from day one, me and Junior have always had like this way of communicating with each other. I know what this hug means. He's happy to see me here. He's happy to see me with his dad. He knows what us being together means, even though nobody else does. And he's happy about it. He's jubilant about it like 
the look of the feeling of acceptance and just you know you know like when you come you're you're somewhere and somebody's really happy to have you there that feeling that's what junior is just like pouring into me right now and when he breaks his hug anthony and 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 miguel are just kind of like looking at us weirdly like hey we didn't know you guys were this close and I, we just kind of laugh and junior's like it's always good to see you man i said it's good to be here and then we lock eyes for just a, a brief second and yeah it's good to be back <laughs>